Hello, welcome back to your next breakthrough. I am Steph Zakis. I'm a mindset wizard and breakthrough coach for creatives and high profile professionals who all want to zig away from the masses to break through the noise and amplify their magic. I help you break through and ignite your next level of success by learning how to master your electric meatball. So today I'm coming at you with a little bit of another impromptu. I really like the impromptu content creation. I know that some big name people that teach marketing say not to do things that you feel inspired by and instead plan everything out. But me, as someone with ADHD, as somebody who is a creative, as somebody that is a manifester in the human design profile, I really react to when I feel inspired. So <laughs> I'm coming at you with another inspired uh, episode today. So today's episode is actually all about something that I keep seeing on my personal Facebook profile that a lot of people are sharing in the photography world. Because again, if you are new here, new to me, Hi, I'm Steph. <laughs> I am a coach. I'm a master coach. I'm a master hypnotherapist. I'm a mindset wizard. I'm all of these amazing brainy things. Uh, but I started out in business as a photographer. I've been a photographer professionally for going on 19 years now, which feels crazy because I still kind of feel like I'm 16 years old. But here we are. <laughs> so I have a lot of people in my personal Facebook page. Uh, that are from the photography world because that's where I've been for so long. So I still see a lot of photography industry rumblings and I'm in groups that are still for photographers and I am still a photographer. I still uh, do elopements, uh, not as many as I used to because I have coaching and coaching clients, uh, but I'm still in it. So anyway, I saw this being shared the past three days, and I made a post on my personal Facebook page today about it that I I was literally just sitting on the couch and I was scrolling and my cat was laying on me because, again, if you're new to me, uh, I've talked about this a little bit, uh, <laughs> to really... Uh, work with my ADHD brain and to work with my manifester energy type, uh, I have very limited energy taps. So my schedule is that I don't work on Fridays, generally, unless something inspires me. And then I feel okay doing something that is a creative endeavor, like this podcast right here, if it feels like it's a good direction. So I wasn't doing that this morning. I was on the couch with my cat laying on me as she does, our little potato queen. And I saw, I think it was five people on my feed had shared this little, it's not really a meme. Somebody shared a screenshot of a DM that they got from a client that was kind of masked anger from the client but was trying to be nice but like if you pulled the hood back the undertones uh that the client reaching out to this photographer 
uh, was something that as a photographer or a business owner, something that if your client were to send it to you, you might feel some type of way, which would not be happy. So anyway, I'll read it in a second, but I kept seeing it. And so I made just a quick little post as I do. Sometimes I get, I wouldn't call it ranty, but I see people sometimes talking about problems that they have in their business when, from my perspective, it's things that I think are preventable, that I actually help my clients with, especially when we get into uh, client experience, which is my sweet spot. Uh, client experience, uh, your own workflows and experience, your own business systems. Uh, because again, as somebody with ADHD, my whole business world, both in photography and in coaching and in having an education part to my coaching, all of this has to be heavily organized and working for me because I forget a lot of stuff because I have ADHD. So. Uh, the things that people tend to kind of complain about online, on Facebook, on these spaces that I'm in, I tend to be like, oh, that's preventable. Like, I have the solution. <laughs> I've set things up so there's a solution and you don't even have to think about it anymore. And I do this with my clients as well. Uh, most of my one-to-one -one clients, it's like 80% coaching, like 20% business strategy uh, because obviously the coaching is a big influence on your strategy. So anyway, anyway, anyway. So I saw people sharing this. I made a rather long post about it and people were engaging with it and it seemed to be something that was helpful. So I thought, let me jump onto the podcast and let me put it here too, because I know that most of the listeners here, that's you, uh, are not friends with me personally on Facebook. Uh, and I am not very active on public social media accounts because as you know, I'm not really a big fan of social media. So anyway, so I thought I would discuss it here with you um, also, because maybe this is helpful for you as well. So what it was. So the thing that was being shared uh, was from a photographer, uh, and it said that the DM that this photographer received said, hey, I noticed you are at the movies today. Just curious if you are going to edit at all as well. We are super excited to see the images and just wanting to know when you were going to send us the gallery. So the reason why I kind of decided to write a rather long post about this was because as someone that's been in business for almost two decades now, which is also crazy every time I say it <laughs> to me in my head, uh, I have seen a lot of clients. I have seen a lot of things happen in business. And I also, as a coach for the past almost five years, have been inside a lot of people's businesses. And so I saw this and immediately there was a lot of red, like glaring red, like beep, beep, beep at me. Then I was like, oh, yeah, so let's talk about this. So some of the things that I saw being shared from people that were posting about this, they're comment to it was very much like we're humans too please don't do this to your photographer you know this that and the other thing which yeah 
obviously, that's also a valid point. We are not only just, you know, service providers, we are also humans, obviously. And nobody wants their clients to be treating you in a way that makes you feel like a robot or that makes you feel like anything less than the artist that you are, right? Because as photographers, as musicians, as filmmakers, uh, we, you know, we're all artists and we're all creating something. And though there's an exchange for money, at the end of the day, most people identify with being an artist and a creative more so than a business owner most of the time. So 100%, if you saw this and that was your initial reaction, that is also true. However, I would like to offer you another perspective with this uh, because the way that you can ensure that your clients are still treating you like a human is through the way that you do business and you set up your client experience. So if you are somebody that's heard that just now or read it earlier and your initial reaction was something like that and you started thinking about all of the times that perhaps your clients have reached out to you at times that you wish nobody would reach out to you, that were messaging you um, after hours, which I also want to say part of this is one of the points that I will get to when it comes to boundaries. Just because somebody has messaged you doesn't mean you need to answer back immediately. That's something that I feel like in the last 15 years or so since online business has become more prevalent, um, we feel this urge to respond because we always have our phones in our pockets. We are actually accessible 24-7 if you have any kind of online profile anywhere. So we feel this urge, right? And you're used to getting a text from a friend and you're like, shit, I have to respond to you. So I understand that urge. So if sometimes you get a message from clients outside of the office hours, I want to remind you real quick before I get into the uh, the bullet points that I'm going to list off that just because a client does something doesn't mean you have to respond or react. You can still hold in your boundaries. And I also would like to say, give your clients the benefit of the doubt sometimes, because as somebody like me that has ADHD, once I think of something, I have to do it or I will forget about it. So perhaps your clients are the same way where they were thinking about something and instead of trying to do it later, they're just doing it now, but their expectation is actually not for you to respond instantly. So I just want to throw that out there too, that perhaps the ways that clients are communicating with you, perhaps your perception of it is actually maybe not their perception. So I just wanted to throw that out there before I list off uh, the unpopular opinion that I posted uh, that I felt like was the unpopular opinion based on all the comments I saw on this on other people's pages that were not at all anywhere close to what I have to say. So this is what I said. I'm just going to read it word for word. Um, and Maybe I'll give a little extra, a little extra zhuzh of stuff uh, at the end. But this is what I said. And I hope this is helpful for you because I had people in my comments saying how it was helpful uh, and people also saying like, yes, I agree with this. And, you know, I wish more people would speak up and talk about it. So 
this is what I said. So I said, this will definitely be an unpopular opinion. I've seen so many people sharing this with something about how this is their reality right now with their clients. This is not and has never been my reality with my clients. And here's why. One, we are in control over the clients we attract. Our language and our pricing are great qualifiers. So side note, getting off the script here, I teach this in my, uh, in my program, High in Alchemy. We go over language and attracting the right clients and having a high-end experience is a qualifier for the clients that you will attract. Pricing is a qualifier. Second, we're in control over the boundaries we set with our clients and how we respond when a boundary has been stepped over. That's a little bit what I was saying a few minutes ago. If office hours are placed somewhere and this keeps happening, that means that it is not communicated well enough. So this is something that I see with my one-to-one -one clients a lot when they first come to me because um, most people are in a stage of they have achieved a success they're wanting the next level of success. And usually to get to the next level of success, uh, they need to have more organized uh, workflows, more organized client experience, more automations, like all these things, more organization in the background, really, that they haven't had to do yet. So a lot of times I see that some of the, I just call it client sticky points, comes when what you're doing in your client experience with how you communicate with your clients, it's not done well enough. As in, you need to repeat yourself many times, uh, many, many times for people to, one, let it sink in and two, kind of really understand. The next one, we're in control over how we communicate to our clients during our entire client experience. Our clients should know every step of the way where they are in our processes, the timeline they go through when working with us, et cetera, et cetera. They should never be left wondering at any point from inquiry to the deliverables. So this is something that I see completely bypassed a lot, which is, again, why in my program, High End Alchemy, we really talk about client experience because the whole program, the whole method is to create this really robust and completely unique, completely uncommon client experience from you, from your magic, what you authentically can create and offer to somebody. So it's the entire experience. So I see a lot of times that, especially with photographers, that once they have done the session, whether it's a wedding, whether it's a mini session, doesn't matter, once they've done the session, the communication heavily drops off. So Think about it from your client's point of view. If you've had impeccable communication, or maybe you didn't, I don't know, but if you had really great communication, as soon as they inquired with you, which I would say is also rare, I see a lot of times people just give like one communication and call it a day, and then they're like, I'm ghosted, and I don't know why. But the client experience starts from the moment that they inquired with you until they are done working with you, which means the deliverables. And that could mean even past that if you have a retention strategy. So think about the entire experience. It's not from the minute that they inquire to get them into a sales call 
to then once they've booked you, you give them maybe resources or certain things that they need to have a successful session with you. And then that's where I usually see it kind of drop off. And a lot of people don't have like a post-session workflow. So I want you to think about it. It is the entire experience, every single touch point and every single chance that a client has to wonder something, you've dropped the ball. The next one, we're in control of how and when we reinforce our boundaries and cannot assume clients will read just the footer of our email. I see this a lot as well uh, with people, clients, photographers um, that ask for my help. They have some blurbs maybe at the bottom of their email or they have maybe a paragraph in their contract that they never actually discuss with their clients or potential clients and they just assume that it'll be seen and understood and there's no other communication around it. And I can't stress how much that does not work. So we're really in control of how we reinforce our boundaries and we really cannot assume that anyone reads anything. So if it's important, you really need to think about how are you communicating to your clients, which is the title of this podcast, because your client experience starts with your communication. A lot of people think client experience is like a welcome basket after they've hired you and that's that's a client experience or whatever. That's not actually a client experience. That's a touch point perhaps in the experience. But your experience with your clients starts with your communication. And that also, side note, maybe I'll do another podcast on this later. That also counts for before you even know that they exist, what they're reading on your website, what they're seeing in your marketing materials, all of that. That's when your client experience starts. The next one, we're in control if the vibe we have when marketing and selling is the you are new bestie, I'm your friend vibe, or I'm a professional and this is a professional relationship vibe. If we don't want to be the new bestie, because think about it, when they message their besties at all hours of the day via text and DM, that's kind of what they do, right? So our messaging should change if you don't want to be the new bestie. This is one of the things that I see when my clients first come to me. Because when clients first come to me on a one-to-one, we completely audit their business. Like we go through everything. First, there's some uncovering and discovering that happens from a internal landscape point of view. But the first things that we do in business is we really overhaul and refine and sometimes tear down and rebuild everything. So one of the things that I see in that very beginning stage is when we're going over the website, when we're going over the copy on the website, when we're going over the user experience of the website, the SEO of the website, like all the things to make a website the giant marketing tool that it is, I see so many times on the homepage and also on the About Me page, it's like, Hi, I'm so-and-so. Think of me as your new bestie. I'm your third wheel. Like that whole kind of thing. Um, When I will preface this, if you like that, if you want to be someone's new best friend, then you also need to act like you're the best friend. And you can't get mad when they are texting you as if you're a friend and not a professional photographer that they hired. So if that's not you, if you don't want to be the best friend, you want to be the 
friendly professional that is doing a service for them. And that doesn't mean you have to be cold and don't connect with them. I connect with everybody, but I'm not the bestie. I'm not their best friend. So that's something that I see a lot. So something to check on your own website uh, is how are you talking about yourself? How are you presenting yourself on the website? How are you presenting yourself when they've contacted you? What kind of words are you saying? Are you overdoing it on exclamation points? Like, what are you doing, right? There's something that is planted in them that they feel like they can overstep a boundary that they probably don't even know exists if it wasn't communicated properly, right? And then in the selling, are you selling as a people pleaser? Are you selling as a, I'm your best friend? And like, uh, it gets so weird, especially in the sales part, if you are trying to do the best friend thing, because then you start asking for money. And then it's like, but my friend is asking me for money now and what's going on. So really think about your language here. That's something that I've really, I would say like eight out of 10, I would say of my one-to-one clients, the language and the way of speaking in their uh, website and their social and their uh, email communications back and forth and their workflows and their sales process is very bestie vibe. Uh, so I would think about that. Also, side note, uh, if you want me to audit your website, if you want me to audit your marketing, if you want me to audit your sales process, um, to help you with some of this. If you aren't ready maybe to do one-to-one coaching in a long-term re- relationship or anything, um, I also offer that. So if you wanted that, just message me, uh, email me, uh, steph at stephzakis.com, my name, uh, and we can get that sorted for you. Uh, I can even add in a uh, alignment to your human design profile if you wanted, if you're into that. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there because Again, everything that we're talking about is completely preventable. Okay, next, we're in control over the channels we accept client communication from. Again, accepting. We are in control of that. My clients only communicate with me via email for many reasons. They don't DM me or any business social accounts that I have. They also don't get my phone number until they need it right before the session. We're also in control over how many jobs we book a season. Our pricing, we're also in control of. A lot of people feel like pricing is this thing that happens to them and that some outside forces are in control of what they can and cannot charge, (laughs) but that's not true. So our pricing, we are completely in control over. So we're in control of the pricing. So we can price ourselves in a way where we do not feel the need to overbook. And we also are in control of what we delegate and outsource. So if galleries get pushed back because we're working those 100 plus hours a week, or we're totally burnt out from overworking and getting client messages because of it, that's also in our control. We don't need to fall on our sword to struggle in the editing process. It is October, November that I see from so many photographers where they have 30 galleries that they're editing and they're working 12 plus hours a day and they are not enjoying life and they are like over it and like all these things. And like, I just, I'm just here to tell you that like you don't, it doesn't have to be that way. There's no, you don't have to sacrifice yourself. There's other solutions. Uh, So if you're doing that, 
And then you're getting these kinds of messages because galleries are now not being delivered on time or whatever it might be. Uh, there's a solution for that also. So again, the amount of websites, marketing and sales processes that I audit from photographers and their selling point is I'm your friend. That really also fosters these kinds of messages. The amount of business processes that I audit is not organized and gives off, again, kind of like the friend vibe. We'll DM each other. That also fosters this. Like if a lot of your communications are happening with your clients pre-booking, after booking in the DMs, then of course they're going to continue to DM you and continue to feel a lot more casual about the communication style that they have with you. Um, Plus, again, not setting boundaries many times in many ways is something that I see as well. And again, as a reminder, setting boundaries in many ways comes as verbal, as written in your contract, so on and so forth. So here's the unpopular opinion. Everything our clients do to us that is not actual harm or things that we really, truly can't control is a direct reflection of things we have in our control that wasn't set up for success. So if I said if this post makes you feel defensive, but I'll say if this podcast episode makes you feel defensive, I'd reflect on that. Because 99% of things clients do that could annoy us is preventable through communication, solid business systems, and how we are actually presenting ourselves to them and the greater world. I have a whole section on this in my group program, High End Alchemy, all about your self-structure and your self-concept and how you perceive yourself and then project yourself into the world uh, because your clients will take that in because that's the first thing that they will notice about you. So I hope that this was insightful. I hope that this helps in some ways. Uh, I'm not trying to make anyone mad. I just really would like to remind you that you are in control of everything in your business. All right. I'll see you on the next one.